Thanks for joining the Life of an Average Joe podcast back again on a Wednesday. Wow. Well, you know what? Texas is doing it, guys. Texas is revving up for summer. We're in the spring. We've had multiple tornadoes, storms, and now they're talking it's going to be in the 90s coming up here. So I'm sure by the time you listen to this episode, it will definitely have been in the 90s. Uh, I'm not ready. Financially, I'm not ready for summer. Mentally, I'm not ready for summer. Emotionally, I'm not ready for summer. And I am not ready for the enormous amount of heat we're going to get. But, you know what? It is what it is. My favorite saying. It's really not my favorite saying. But we're here. Let's talk. You know, summertime, typically, it's like ingrained in us. And I did an episode... Uh, a couple of years ago, I did an episode talking about summertime and the, and what it meant to us as we were growing up and in high school and, and the different stages of what it means to us in the summertime. And even now at 44 years old, when summer hits, you genuinely think vacation, or at least I do. I'm like, okay, vacation, trips, pool, lounging around. But the reality is there really isn't that much time in the summer to do those things. Now, <clears throat> at least for me, and everybody's story is different and everybody's situation is different, but at least for me, you know, I don't have the opportunity to just be like, you know, we're going to take off for the weekend. You know, we're going to go here. We're, you know what? I'm going to go here and I'm going to go to this event or this concert. And part of that, obviously, finances. I mean, I don't just have money to just start tossing around. But the other part of it is time. It's time and responsibilities and the way we do things. I gotta take a drink of water. I've had something in my throat. I probably should have waited before I started the podcast, but whatever. Um, And it's just the time. You know, your job, if you're in class, if you have kids, if you're married, It's just time. I mean, I don't care really where you work. You really can't just take days off all the time. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a job out there that doesn't allow you to do that, but you just can't. And maybe if you're by yourself and you've got this cool little apartment, you don't have a lot of responsibilities, maybe your car is paid off, you can get away with kind of spending extra cash on stuff. It's not smart, but you can. We've all done it. But I mean, think about like a weekend. I mean, think right now. When was the last time that you had a weekend where you did not have to do anything? You didn't have to work. You didn't do chores around the house. I'm not talking like, oh, I had the weekend off and then we went outside and we raked the yard and did some flower beds. And No, I'm talking about 
a summer weekend where you said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to have my coffee. I might go for a walk, maybe sit on the patio, listen to music, uh, you know, maybe go for a round of golf. I'm, I'm, whatever stages of excitement or laziness that you're into, when was the last time that you had a whole weekend like that? And if you did have a weekend like that, if you're somebody that works Monday through Friday, that's it. Cool. My hat goes off to you. When was the last time that you didn't have to do anything? That you could just say, I'm going to embrace a summer weekend. I mean, obviously it's not summer yet, but you know what I'm saying. When was the last time? I mean, if you really think about it and then you look at it, the length in between from the time that you did that weekend of nothing to the next time that you can do it or did do it, It's a long time in between. There are many days and months and hours that passed in between. We're constantly searching for that like work-life balance. And you have heard me talk over the years. I don't know what that is. And really, there isn't one. I think that's what we need to understand. There isn't one. I think you have moments in your life that you are more balanced, like, hey, My work schedule has been like this. This is what my expectations are when I go to work. Uh, This is kind of what I've been doing during the week as my routine. And here's what my weekends look like. And I think you get that sometimes. I think that it flows and I think that it lasts, you know, for a certain amount of time. I mean, I, I can look back at moments in my life where I'm like, okay, A, B, C, D is flowing right and we're good. But it doesn't last long. And then when it goes back into what I consider to be, I don't want to say chaotic, but busy and stressful, it's longer. Right now, I feel like that I have been on nonstop since December. I'm not saying I haven't had fun. I'm not saying I haven't had a good relaxing night here and there. I'm not saying I haven't done things. I'm just simply saying that I feel like with the podcasts, multiple podcasts, and definitely work, I have been nonstop. Now, here's where the catch-22 lies. I really love my job. It has things about it I don't like, just like any job, but I feel like when you can sit there and like you have to think about those things that you don't like about your job and they're when you finally do think about them and you look at them and they're little and you're like okay I don't even care like it's not even worth mentioning and there are some things I love about it the people I work with you know no issues I mean look we've got we've got a big inventory coming up soon So I'm not looking forward to that with it being the first one and everything that entails, you know, you got some stresses that come with that. We've got some big events that come in that and you've got some interactions that you have to deal with with people sometimes that are quote unquote, not pleasant or stressful, but it's still nothing to sit here and outweigh the fact that I have a good job and I don't mind going to work. And it has been a long time since I've felt that way. So I'm really into it. I think that the, it's going to pay off. 
I think that committing myself to the job and learning it and seeing how I can move up the ladder and the food chain or whatever you want to call it and make those moves, it is going to benefit myself, my comfort, my son especially. And I think that's the most important thing. So I'm happy about all that. But I have to tell you, I'm tired. Because the way the schedule has been and the way that I have been having to work because of events and vacation time and people being sick and, and, and things that are coming up at my job, I'm not getting those back-to-back days off. It's been a long time since I've had back-to-back days off. And it puts yourself in that situation where you're like, if I had one day off after working X amount of hours and I came home and I was like, I'm not doing laundry, I'm not cleaning, I'm not recording a podcast, you know, I don't have to do anything. And I sit on that day off, you know, Luke's at school. I got half a day. If I have to pick him up after school and then whatever, I'm not doing anything. You sit. But then you realize that the next day you have to go back to work. So what do you do? Do you decide to waste that day because your body needs it, your mentals need it, and you have to recover, which there's nothing wrong with that. All that does is create pressure because your mind doesn't really shut off. You don't really stop working and relaxing. You do realize that you have to go to work the next day. So you're kind of half relaxing. You go to bed, you wake up, boom, it's, it's time to go back to work. So you've never really come off work mode because there, what's the point? If you come off work mode, then that's going to make that middle day or those two days in between your next day off really crappy because, you know, you're going to have to build yourself back up again to go into work mode. So then if you stay in work mode, you're not relaxed, you go back to work, you work three, four days, whatever, you have a day off. Well, now, and again, I'm just imagining, I'm taking kids out of it and whatever. Now you're like, okay, well, now I've got to catch up on my life stuff. Laundry, cleaning, chores. If you live in a house, yard work, grocery shopping, you know, if you record a podcast like I do, you've got to record and, and then your day's gone. So you're back at it again. And I have not had those two days off. And my time off, I try to spend all my time off typically with my son. That's what I like to do. It, I enjoy it. I, I mean, I obviously love him. That, that goes without saying. But I realize just how important that time is. He's five. You know, he's getting ready. Next year, he's going to be in school full time. That starts the cycle, like that starts the cycle of him growing up even more because his time is now gone. Five days a week, he's in school for X amount of the day. I don't have that opportunity to sit here and hang out with him on a Monday because he's in school. And I think it's really important, no matter, as, as a parent, it's always important to spend time with your kids. But I think when they are this age, and I think that's one of the reasons I kept my other job so long, even though it paid good, 
I didn't really like it, but the reason I kept it so long was the flexibility and ability, I should say, to be with my son when he was at such a young age and have those moments and have that connection and have that precious time because it does go back or does go away so fast and you can't get it back. And it's very important, which is why the time I have now, I spend it with him, teaching him, talking to him, learning with him, playing with him, having quality time. And quality time can be anything. It doesn't have to be like, all right, we're going on vacation or we're going camping or whatever. Quality time can be him and I sitting on the couch, eating lunch, watching music videos, talking. Quality time can be him and I sitting in his bedroom for two hours as we bust out every single one of his cars and create this huge giant land of city and farms and tractors and trailers and construction sites. And we just build this mess and maze of of Hot Wheels cars. That is quality time or quality time can be, Hey, we're going to go for a walk and then we go to the park. I mean, there's all kinds of levels and sure going to Las Vegas or going to Michigan or going to the cabin or whatever we do is major moments that I feel are core moments and core memories that I hope he, as he goes through those teenage years, they, they sit and reside in him. So I, I make that effort and I choose my time I choose it. And there have been times when I've had like four hours before work. Cool. He doesn't have school. We're hanging out. Three hours before work. We're going to eat breakfast. We're going to do something together. Being involved in those things. It is so important. And it's really more important as a parent. And I'm not excluding people that aren't. I'm just, I'm just telling you from my perspective. It's really more important than anything you've ever do. It's more important than that phone call you have to make. It's more important than you, you know, sitting there at work and staying extra hours all the time. It is more important than that. Or if you're, you know, you've got to do something on the computer or or your friend is having a crisis. It's more important to spend that time with your little ones, your kids and and make those memories because sooner or later they're gone. And, and you're not going to get that time back. But we struggle. Everybody struggles for that work-life balance. You know, people are in school full-time, hitting the books, trying to make a career, going after either their passion or what they believe they want to do for the rest of life. And they're missing out on so much. Yes, they have so much on one side. They have so much. They have that education, that experience, the, you know, the connections with people and they're planning for the future. On the other side, they're missing out on everything. There's no balance. And nowadays, everything's so expensive from school to living that it's hard to do that. So there is no balance financially. And when you don't have that balance emotionally, physically, and financially, you become something you don't want to become, this shell, this exhausted mental shell. And it happens to the best of us. It happens to me. And I am a guy that has the ability to juggle 50,000 things all the time. I really am. I've had my moments, and you guys have heard me on this podcast, where I've talked about I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I'm, I'm losing it. 
you know, not, not like completely like I'm going to snap and turn into the Joker. I'm just saying like, I'm losing it. Like I realize things are slipping and I don't want to do it. Or, or, you know, you start looking at the things that you normally juggle and go, I don't want to do it. And I think the one thing for me that's suffering right now is definitely not the relationship I have my, with my son. I have massive dad guilt because my schedule has been intense lately. Massive dad guilt. It, it hurts more than I probably lead on. But I'm, I'm probably failing the few friends that I have. Matter of fact, as much as I'd like to complain about some of them, and they're easy to complain about. I am definitely failing several of them. And that sucks. And I've talked about it. But guess what? I don't see the end in sight. I don't see me bouncing back anytime soon to get back to my friendships. To be able to do what I want to do with them. At least not for a little bit. Because if I have to choose between my son and my friends, my son wins all the time. I have guilt. The other day, I was dropping him off to his mom's house, and I didn't have to work. And but it was late. I mean, not late, but it was later in the you know after dinner, and I'd been with him all day. But I had to work the next morning. Now he could have spent the night. Obviously, that was no big deal, and I would have loved it. I would have loved it because I always love when he hangs. You know, like. When we have those long days, as he likes to call them, that's my favorite. You know, any time with him is great, but I love the long days because we just get in our groove and he just has a, a different attitude. When he knows I have to go to work, he's not awful. He's, he's gotten so much better, but there is a little underlying thing and an underlying tone with him. Not all the time, but I'll say 50% of the time. And he was okay that day. He knew I had to work, but he knew I'd, you know, see him the next day or Sunday. And the reason that he didn't spend the night is because I had to be to work at like 8 in the morning, which means I'll probably get there at like 7.30, 7.45, which means that if I was going to take him back to his mom's house that morning, I'd have to get to her house at like 7, 7.15, that's just not fun for him. He's not even, he might not even be awake yet. Now, it's not to say I couldn't do it or I haven't done it before. But I also just wanted to go to bed. And I had such guilt because I needed to do laundry because I literally had no clothes. And I was going to go to bed right after laundry. And I just didn't keep them. And I can't tell you how guilty I felt. And I know what people are going to say, Brandon, you have to have time for yourself. Otherwise you're good to nobody and blah, blah, blah. And all these cliche memes that they read. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that's, that's how I feel. So anytime I have downtime, unless for some reason he is busy, you know, he's off visiting one of his sisters. He goes out of state with his mom. I'm going to choose him over anything. That's just the way it is. It's going to be that way. So when I go through what I have been going through lately, those long weeks where our schedule is thrown off, he picks up on that and we have to talk about it. You know, 
why I'm doing these things and this isn't permanent and our schedule is going to change all the time, but it doesn't matter because I still see you, but you know, all that. It's important to lay that groundwork with kids. You got to make them understand because their brains are trying to wrap, you know, around so much stuff. You have to give them that constant reassurance, reassurance, as well as the confidence to know that everything's good. But while that's going on and while I'm giving that line to my son and I believe that, I'm not good. You know, there are things I want to do. I want to get some yard work done without my son being there. Not because I don't love him and I love what he, you know, how he helps me, but I'll get it done faster and we can get to this next level. But by the time I get home and by the time I get situated, it's dark out and I'm not doing it. So then I have guilt there. Then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Today I'll clean. I'll vacuum this room and dust here. And then I'll make my dinner. I'll clean the kitchen up, watch something. And then, I, oops, time to go to bed. Well, then I'll get up. And then it's like, okay, I go to bed. And I just like, great. You've literally woke up, did X for a couple hours, went to work for the majority of your day, came home, did nothing, went to bed, re- repeat, recycle, rinse, all that crap. There is no relax, like even when you sit down. And I think sometimes social media doesn't help because you're like, I'm going to go online and chill. And then you waste your time on social media for an hour. You never watched anything. And, you know, that work-life balance just is almost impossible. And I don't think that we obtain it very well. And, And I think the only thing I have to do is accept the fact that it's hard and that I am going to do the best I can. The dad guilt, the guilt of not getting this done, the guilt of not going to the gym that day because my legs hurt because I came home from work and I'm at 25,000 steps for the day because I need to buy new shoes because the shoes I bought don't fit. And so I'm using my old shoes, but I haven't had time to go to the store. You know, like all those things. This is why I think it's so important for employers. And I have to say, my employer cares about our time off. They do not want us to be burned out. They talk, I mean, yeah, they'll work you, but they talk about, you know, go take a break, go to lunch, you know, you need a day off. I'm giving you this day off. Like, they're good about it, personal time and all that. But I think the vast majority of those employers act that way, but yet they continue to blow up your phone through emails, text messages, phone calls, well after you get home from work. And I know that I do this to some people. There's probably some people that listen to my podcast right now that I work with where they'll receive a text from me after work. I don't expect anything back. I'm just making people aware of what's going on. They don't need to bother me. They don't need to talk to me. They don't need to bother me. And yes, sometimes it's early in the morning on my day off that I send a text. So I don't feel bad because I'm sending a text to somebody on my day off. So if I happen to reach out to somebody on their day off, there's a reason. I'm not just trying to talk about an issue. I'm doing it, dropping the knowledge and bouncing. But there are jobs and employers that continue to work you off the clock, whether you're salary or hourly. And if you are hourly and your boss or manager 
is blowing up your time off, whether that's before you come to work or after work or on your day off, you need to limit that. I'm not saying ignore them and I'm not saying get fired, but you will never, because once you open that door to where you'll handle stuff all the time, they will take advantage of that. 90% of the employers out there will take advantage of that. And you will never find that work-life balance. That's how you become burned out physically, mentally, emotionally. And that's how you check out of your job. And eventually you either quit or get fired because you turn into a crappy employee. It's a cycle. And I've been in that cycle. I'm in that I can't balance cycle right now. I mean, just... Just the other day, I recorded like four podcasts. Next week, or a week after, I've got like a marathon of like seven podcasts I got to record. I'm going to be the special guest on the Wilson King podcast, uh, Notes McGoats podcast. They're going to be on my show. I'm recording with Jesse. Um, Stuart and I are doing like three episodes of Trash Talk. I've got the YouTube thing I got to do. I'm, I'm already exhausted just talking about that. So I'm, I'm planning, I'm doing this. I'm recording all these things. Well, number one, I love it. And it is furthering whatever brand or project I'm working on. It's helping that. But number two, it's getting me ahead so that when I do have that time off and I'm hanging with my son or whatever, or it's in the evening after a long day at work. I don't, I don't need to get home at 8 o'clock at night and go, cool, I'm going to you know, take a shower, you know, take the trash out, make something light to eat. Okay, it's 9.15. Oh, great. Guess what? I got to record an hour show. And then I won't be up much longer, go to bed, get up, do it all over again. That's why I record so much ahead. Because I think that's what we have to do. We have to look at the big picture but break it down into little things tiny pieces so that you can have those moments okay today I'm gonna come home and I'm going to pick up the living room or let's say okay let's just do one better I'm gonna clean the bathroom that's it that's all I'm doing today while my dinner is preparing in the oven I'm gonna clean the bathroom then once it's time for my dinner like the the timer goes off I'm done doing anything you know other than eating whether I'm reading, watching the music, watching movies, whatever, that's what I'm going to do. That's it. I'm not going to go, well, you know what? I'll then vacuum and, and you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll just clean the kitchen too. And well, it won't take me that long. And before you know it, you're cleaning your entire house and it's midnight and you've done no relaxing. And again, some days we have to do that. That's our only choice. But you, if you look at it that way and you handle it, and go, okay, I did that tomorrow. All right, tomorrow I got to get the litter box done. And you know what? I'm going to, I got the bathroom done. I'm going to take care of my bedroom. I'm going to vacuum it, put all these dirty clothes away, get them in the baskets for laundry, dust, boom. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, the next day I have a little bit longer. I don't have to record. I'm going to, I'm going to sweep and mop the floors done. And you're getting it a piece at a time and you're still incorporating relaxing. I know there's all these like videos and all these TikTok videos and all these motivational guys. 
you know what? Rich people don't don't stay in bed till eight o'clock. But bull, bull. Yeah, you know, I talk about. You see the Rock? He's out there at the gym at four a.m. That's great, man. More power to him. I'm not the Rock, obviously. You know, rich people don't sit there and binge watch Netflix. Yeah, they do. You know, all these things, you got to have this, you got to have this. And look, I, I understand the point. They're just basically saying, don't be lazy. I think the, one of the most important things that I have found to help with this alleged work-life balance dream is my routine in the morning. When I get thrown off that routine whether that's a routine that I'm going to do seven days a week or five, typically five. When I get thrown off that, I'm shot. If I get up at 6 a.m., which that's my sweet spot, get up at 6 a.m., the cat needs food, feed the cat, water the flowers, have my coffee going, drink water before my coffee's done, my coffee's done, go turn on the TV, drink my coffee while I watch something. Now, if, I, if I've got to work early or whatever, then I know I'm on a time limit. But if I don't have to work early and I don't have Luke, finish my coffee, immediately clean up that area, go for a run, do my workout, whether that's at the gym or in the house, take a shower, cool go to work. If I don't have to go to work till later, do my workout, do my run, come home, get some cleaning done, make the bed, get the dishes done, get out, you know, the dishes are done, but you know what I'm saying? Get that done. Make a nice something because by then I probably have to go to work. I doubt it's an entire day off without my son. So make a smoothie, whatever, take off to work. That routine of being productive makes me feel so much better about what I'm walking into that day. The days of like rolling out of bed, brushing your teeth, taking it or taking a shower, brush your teeth, throwing a shirt on and heading to work like at the last minute, dude, I, I'm not saying I don't do that when I'm sick. I've done that. Or you just have one of those nights where you can't sleep and, and whatever. But if I do that, my day is shot. I'm groggy. I'm drinking more caffeine. Chances are I'm not eating right. I'm eating things I shouldn't eat. And my attitude is, is off. But if I stick to my routine, I'm much better. I mean, think about that. We, we have to have a routine. And you have to have a routine after work. I make a list. And I've, I've really, really tried to shrink the list. The daily list, not my, my ongoing list, but that daily list, I try to shrink. Today, I'm only going to knock out A and B. Boom. And then give yourself that time. Today, I'm doing nothing. If I get anything done extra, whether it's one little thing or whatever, it's a bonus. Or you know what? This, you know, coming up Easter weekend, you know, we're closed on Sunday. So I'm stoked to have that Sunday off. And chances are, I'll probably have, man, if if I'm lucky, I'll have Saturday off too, which means that I'll have Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday off. Love it. 
I'm not doing anything. I'm going to hang out with my son and we're going to do nothing. I mean, obviously hanging out with a toddler doesn't mean you just sit around and enjoy life. No, you know, we're going to play. We'll go for bike rides if the weather's nice. We're going to, we're going to have a good time. We're going to watch movies. We're going to jam out. We're going to have a good time, but I'm doing nothing. My social media that I need for the podcast will all be scheduled. The podcast episodes will all be done. I'm not recording. Uh, TikToks, all that crap that I have to do will all be done long before that. And I'm going to use that opportunity to unwind. Because if I am mentally relaxed, I can get the physical to go further. I've never been the type of guy that can't handle long hours and being on my feet. It sucks, but I can handle it. I did it at the nightclub. I mean, there were times on St. Patrick's Day, I'd be there from 7 in the morning in the bars and the clubs, wherever I worked, 7 a.m. to like 1 a.m. I mean, most of my shifts at a bar or a restaurant or wherever I worked, managed, bartend, were way longer than eight hours. And trust me, anybody who's ever worked in the service industry, you don't go get your 15-minute break or lunch. You sit there and take a break once the rush is over or before or for some of the servers out there that had to roll silverware. That was their chill moment. I'm going to sit down, roll this silverware, and chill until, until they're done. They can go home. You don't just get a, hey, can I take my break now? Can I, can I have my lunch? Can I eat? I mean, you grab and go. I mean, that's the way it is. So being on my feet and working long hours has never been a problem for me. It's only a problem when the other stuff piles up. My chores, you know, need to pay this bill, need to make this phone call, need to do this, need to do this. The podcast, or it only piles up when I have this window of time and I need to spend it with my son, which is phenomenal and the most important thing. But because of that, the next day, this stuff adds to it. And so we're constantly like getting frustrated that we don't have this work-life balance. But I mean, look back in school, look back in high school, even you didn't have that work-life balance. You were in school so much. And then you tried to find that time to hang out. I'm not saying that it wasn't hard to go to a party or hang out. I'm just saying the work-life balance comes in waves and it's our job, especially when you get older, especially when you're a parent, it is our job to pick the pieces away and figure out how we're going to try to have a little more balance. Maybe out of the seven day week, there's only a couple days that really feel balanced, but you're okay because you're at least being productive and getting some rest the other days. And I'm talking rest like unplug from the matrix. Like don't go on social media. Don't talk on the phone. Don't go out. That doesn't mean that you can't have fun. I'm just saying getting rest is not like, okay, I just worked eight hours. I'm going to go out and meet my friend at the bar. We're going to close it down. Then I got to get up and go to work the next day. Well, you might've had a great time, but you didn't get no rest. And your brain didn't get any rest either because you were stressing when you got home, hoping either A, that the hangover was gone or B, that you were able to get up and go to work on time. I mean... (laughs) you got to find that balance. Like even today, before I recorded this episode, I vacuumed both the bedrooms, vacuumed and swept the rugs, swept the living room, swept the kitchen, mopped it, 
and then I record it. I'm done when I get off with this because this is late while I'm recording. When I get off, I'm done. I'm not recording a reel. I'm not recording TikTok. I'm not scheduling social media. I'm just going to go watch something stupid. Actually, I might read. Probably going to read. Then maybe watch something. And I'm going to call it a night. So I can at least take in and switch gears with my brain from thinking about work and the podcast and what I have to do and put my mind somewhere else. Because those stresses and those things that we worry about, they're going to be there. If you get eight hours of sleep or two hours of sleep, those things that you think about, that unbalanced part of your life is going to be there. You stressing about, oh my God, how do I do this? How do I fix this? How do I, that's not going to help anything. So if you can be productive during that stressful time, it'll actually calm you down. And that is a hard thing to do for me. So I imagine it's a hard thing to do for a lot of people, but that's where we struggle with that work-life balance. Well, guys, this is a short episode today because, again, I'm calling it. So thanks for listening to Life of an Average Joe podcast. I'm very excited for all the episodes we got coming up. I will let you guys know when I'm going to be on the Wilson King podcast. It, it, it might be by the time you hear this, but make sure you follow them. Make sure you follow the Notes and the Goats podcast as well. Those guys will be on uh, at the end of April or towards the end of April. We got a lot to talk about. We're also going to have uh, my man from the Wilson King podcast on here as well. I need to reach out to Nick Luck again. It's been a long time. I think he's going to come on for some Guardians conversation or we might go on TikTok live, you know, as long as TikTok's not banned by then um, with our stupid government. And I'll probably have, uh, well, Jesse will be on as well. So, man, I'm just really, 2023 has been a fun year for the show. And we're working, and fingers crossed, guys, we could have a brand new sponsor, which would definitely help me in the financial aspect of my work-life balance, for sure. So, fingers crossed on that. Guys, thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.